0: This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed, equine-facilitated learning. Because it's time for you to take back the reins. And welcome back to the podcast. So last time we spoke, we spoke about setting up your own equine facilitated learning business. And today I want to talk to you about the challenges of running your own equine facilitated learning business. Now, obviously, this was a dream of mine to set my own equine facilitated learning business up mm, probably about 20 years ago now. And I had a dream. I had a dream that horses could help people in the same way that they've helped me. And I had that that purpose and the the mission all in my head and and I guess some people could call that you know manifesting you know you know you're on the right track to being able to set up your own business and you know that that's what you want to do and I worked in a bank for 20 years up until I was 38 so I'd had this dream for quite a while and you know I knew that this was something that I really wanted to do and so There's plenty of people now out there that are wanting to work with horses and work with people and want to make transformation in others' lives. So one of the things that I have started to do is to help people achieve their dream. And this has been really fulfilling for me. I've really started to enjoy this part of the journey. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the challenges I've had over the last eight years in running my own equine facilitated learning business. And I've got to say, there's been plenty of times when I wanted to chuck the towel in and run away and run fast away from all the problems, all the headaches, and the challenges. But but I didn't because I knew I was in the right place and I knew that the universe would look after me and I knew that I was on the right path. And so today I want to talk a little bit about some of the challenges that I've had in my business. And one of the first things that I want to talk about is the the ability to be really resilient. Because when you're setting up your own equine facilitated learning business, you're not just running one business, you're running two. You're running two. People would say to me, well, you know, have you done your marketing plan? And have you done this? And have you done that? Have you set up your social media platforms? Blah, blah, blah. But what they don't realise is you're not sat at a laptop all day. You're actually out with the horses. You're training your horses. You're creating your area to work with the horses. And you're building your platform out with the horses. You're not sat on your laptop. So when it comes to shutting the gate at the end of the day, you then go home and do what everybody else does. You know, you've got to run the yard, look after the horses. And you've also got that additional cost as well, which is, you know, your business has, has got to really earn enough for two people's wages right at the very beginning. So. You need to be resilient because you need to be physically well fit. You need to be able to go out there, do all the jobs. And I remember at the very beginning of my journey, setting out on this journey of Being on my own and it was me and the dog. It was me and Sasha. And I used to walk around the field saying, one day, Sasha, one day we will have somebody to help us. And she used to potter around and do her little bit of sniffing and I would be doing the water buckets and and then I would be also doing the poo picking and putting the hay out for the horses in the evening. And it was me. It was me and the dog. And you really do need to be resilient because then you go home and you do the you do the other bits as well. But, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's kept me fit. It's kept me well. It's kept me away from illness and, you know, me having an opportunity to sit and watch this morning. But I know that I'm on that right journey. So. The first thing that I wanted to say was you need to be resilient because you're going to be running two businesses, theoretically. And you need to make sure that you have got the purpose, the vision and the mission right in your business. So, you know, think about what your purpose is, who you want to work with, because all of these things help to make sure you're in alignment with, you know, running your own business um, if there's one thing that I've learned in business and I've learned lots over the last few years, especially, I I know that I have to be feeling right about the people that I'm working with because I need to get that buzz. It's, the, it's that thing that drives me. And there are some people that I really enjoy working with and there's some that not. And I do have the opportunity to choose Where at the very beginning, we just took whatever work we could to keep the business going. And and, and that was really hard work because there were some things that I just really didn't enjoy doing. And what you tend to find is you get offloaded with what other people don't want. Nowadays, I, I choose more wisely. So what I'm trying to do today is, is I'm trying to give you five top tips. Five is my, my number. This I do five of everything. Five, five breakfasts in the morning, five dinners. I just love the number. I don't know why, but I just do. So... The next thing that I wanted to talk about is is getting somebody to help you with the maintenance of your as well, because, you know, you're going to need somebody to help you. Like I have my husband to help me, Derek, he does all the maintenance on the yard. He's very handy. He's got a a, a drill and he's very methodical and he is very DIY. So, you know, when we first set out, he, he built all the shelves for all the things that we needed for the horses And he built me, you know, my racks when I I used to ride for for the saddles that I'd got. We don't do any riding now, and obviously the business isn't riding. But I did used to ride at the very beginning a couple of horses that I'd got at the start. So you need somebody that that can, you know, go and sort your fencing out. Somebody that can, you know, put your camera up. We've got cameras all the way around our properties everywhere, and he can do all of those things. So you know, when you're you're setting out, you need to be able to have somebody to help you with those types of things. I mean, I can do those types of things too, but it is much easier when he does those things for me. And also this means that because we don't live on site, that we can actually watch the horses at nighttime. And I can be making sure that if we've got a poorly horse, we've got one in the stable as well. So you can always be watching. One of the the things that I've needed in setting up this business is someone to help me at home. And again, Derek is really good at those types of things. He's really supported me and my journey. And I and I think that when you come home and you've got to start again, and sometimes you can have four or five hours worth of work of you know doing your social media, setting your marketing plan up, you know doing a report for a grant that you've had. You you've got to have somebody that is really understanding. Of with you on your journey and he's been a massive support to me and has always supported you know the late nights and you know having to to get up and get me up if I was going out really early. And he always brings me a cup of tea as well in the morning, which is amazing because I I never got that before. And someone to occasionally cook tea for you or someone to at least be able to order a takeaway in. We unfortunately do have a chip shop over the road, so that's his go-to. But, you know, he's very supportive. So, you know, when you're running this business, like I say, you know, you're running two, two parts of the business. And the challenges of that are also that you need to get to support you because you're going to come home and do work as well. And also, if you choose to have a mentor, then you can cut some of these things out. One of the things that I've learned is when I looked for a good mentor in the beginning, I didn't find one. I didn't find one that I connected with. And I do know now that having a good mentor to be able to support you and leapfrog you forward is really important. And, and again, that's something that I've started to do as well. I've started to help people who are starting out on that journey, because it's taken me eight years of learning the slow way to now get to a point where I do have a mentor that supports me, you know, in the onward journey of the business. And, you know, somebody who walks the walk and talks the talk. And and I'm also much more savvy now at being able to choose the right person. I do still make some mistakes but but on the whole the one that I've got at the moment really does understand the, 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 the direction I'm wanting to take the business in and how I want to create more growth in the business. And and we learnt a lot about growth And how to change directions when we were in the pandemic, because during the pandemic, as you probably know, we still carried on working and we still carried on working with the nurses, the doctors, the psychotherapists, the the who else did we work with during the pandemic, the ambulance drivers. All of these people that were burnt out and didn't know how to look after themselves from a trauma informed perspective. We were able to teach them those those types of things. So, my top tips then for the challenges of running your own equine facilitated learning are you know, that you need to be resilient. You need to have your purpose, vision and mission and stick to that. You know, this is this is going to be hard because you're doing two jobs for one job at the very beginning. Number three on my list for the top tips is to have a good mentor, to find someone that you can trust and help share that shares your values. Number four is someone to help with your maintenance, help with the jobs around the yard. If you've got somebody that can help you with little bits and bobs around the yard, then that, that really... helps with making sure that everything ticks along. You know, even if this person only comes up at the weekend, it really helps to have that person that is there to help you start to grow that business. And number five is to keep learning, keep an open mind and keep that vision alive but also keep looking to learn and grow. Your business is going to change and it's going to pivot over the scale of time that you're looking to run the business. I remember my vision at the very beginning and it definitely changed, you know, with things that I really couldn't, Have any impact on myself, which was like the pandemic, you know. At that point, I had to think, oh God, what am I going to do? I need to pivot this business now. And how am I going to do that? How am I going to keep doing it? And obviously, what that has taught us is that we can deliver sessions now on WhatsApp, we can do pre recorded things, we can help people online just as much as we can offline, you know, at the yard. So that's my top tips. And going forward, I'd like to present to you my five things each time that I talk to you because I just love the number five. And I hope this has helped you. And I hope this has helped or could help somebody that maybe or somebody that's starting out in their own equine facilitated learning business. And I hope to speak to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.